0: What's going on guys? This is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented to you by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. If you bet $100, you're going to get $100 at winbet.com or download the Winbet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final 4 Watch Party, April 1st at 7:30 p.m. SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles. So come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Back just Ice House. So we are doing our draft series. We're drafting from the 1 all the way to the 12 spot in a super flex 12 team rookie mock draft. The idea here is to talk about what to do from each of these spots, some trade scenarios, some best values, and how to make sure that you come out of the draft with the best you know, the best possible um, value for your picks. So let's start the draft. And the first pick is Bijan Robinson with Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Jameer Gibbs. We're on the five spot, same scenario as before.
1: Yeah, so so for me, I'm looking at the quarterback position. You're at the 105. Uh, there's a, a good selection here. You, you've you got the upside that you go with with Anthony Richardson. You can go with – you know, the prototypical guy that's played the position for a little bit longer, he's a little bit older, and Will Levis, it's kind of your preference, do you want to go with upside, do you want to go with floor, or you can take the top receiver on the board in JSN or Jordan Addison. you know, the you've seen those kind of flip-flopped a little bit, for me, I'm looking at the quarterback position, uh, but the little caveat here is, I'm probably looking to trade back out of this pick. Right at the 105. I like the options that I have really for probably the next four to five picks. So I'm willing to trade back all the way to like the 108 or the 109 and still get a caliber player that I think is pretty even to what you're going to get here at the 105.
0: Yeah. And there's some people that will see Anthony Richardson and they will want to jump and, and, you know, pay up Um, if somebody wants to to be there at
1: 105, to be honest.
0: Yeah. If somebody wants to do that, you can, you know, you can definitely make that trade up um, and, and go get them. Um, you know, JSN might be the best available or Gibbs. If Richardson went at four, um, we talked a little bit about the, you know, before the show about the landing spots, would be very interesting to see what happens if will Levis or Anthony Richardson went to the Colts versus other scenarios, you got other teams. I think the Falcons would be a very good spot for both these players with the way they run their offense. You see how Ryan Tannehill thrive with Arthur Smith, a lot of RPOs, rushing. Um, those things Anthony Richardson and Will Levis can both do. They got Drake London, Kyle Pitts. You have the Raiders, have Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. You also have, you know, if they were to fall later in the draft, go to Tampa. And Tampa's got, you know, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and some weapons. So these guys could be interesting scenarios, but – Shane Steichen specifically with what he's done with um, Jalen Hurts recently and what he's done in the past with Philip Rivers would be interesting for either one of these quarterbacks. And then, like you said, you have to your pick of the litter as far as receivers. And uh, I think anyone's going to be pretty happy here, but there's always the option to trade back. Brad, I'm going to give you, give you the, uh, the ability to make the pick.
1: We're going to spice it up. I'm going with my boy, Will Levis, my my fellow Kentucky Wildcat here. And we'll see how the rest of the board plays out.
0: All right. And, and where did Will Levis get drafted, by the way?
1: Oh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the latest DJ. that be Der- Daniel Jeremiah draft. Uh, I think it's number three, his third edition. Uh, I think it's pick 18 or pick 19. I like the spot. You got Chris Godwin. You got Mike Evans, uh, Rashad White. I, I, I like the spot.
0: So it's pick 19 and it would be behind Baker Mayfield there. Baker Mayfield just signed with the Buccaneers last week. So yeah. the first round went Bijan Robinson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Jameer Gibbs, Will Levis, JSN, Anthony Richardson, Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, Zach Charbonnet, Mike Mayer, and you have Kayshawn Boutte. Then we have Josh Downs, Zach Evans, Devonta Chain, and then we have Jalen Hyatt. So very typical um, and considered uh, what our previous mock drafts have had except for Boute went a little bit higher than in previous mock drafts, but him and Josh Downs kind of flip-flopped. All right, we're at the 205, and I think we have plenty of good options here. Um, you have some good re- you know, good running backs on the board. Uh, depends on the landing spot with them. If Hendon Hooker were to go in the first round, that would be a very interesting pick. We could go with the bully quarterback strategy and take two bites at the apple and increase our odds of hitting. And I have him in my mock draft going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pick 19. DJ has him going to the Minnesota Vikings at pick 23 in his latest mock draft. So we're both on. Uh, I Someone, I put my mock draft on it. Someone said, you must be on crack because you got head and hooker in the first round. And then two <laughs> days later, I saw Daniel Jeremiah's. And he said, well, apparently Jeremiah's your crack dealer. <laughs> and so um, It is what it is. Right. Uh, but the uh, top odds per Vegas for the Hendon Hooker is Tampa Bay. Um, here, what are your thoughts here, Brad? What players are you looking at?
1: Yeah, I mean, seeing this, with the ability to get Hendon Hooker at 205, you should really be rethinking your strategy at the 105. I would say at that point, you look more at the Jackson Smith and Jigba. You look at maybe Zach Charbonnet, who I'm extremely high on. And then you take and Hooker at the 205 to get your quarterback. If he goes in the first round, I don't think 205 is – you're not going to get him at 205 most likely. I think his ADP is going to jump up into the late end, the back end of the first round. Uh, But because of that, I'm okay passing on him here because I just don't think that's going to be the actual available person at the 205 come draft time. So I'm looking at some of these running backs, whether you look at Kendra Miller, who I think has a three down skill set. If you want to look at Dalton Kincaid, if you're a tight end kind of guy, you look at him right here because he's not going to be there when you get around to the third round. Or you look at our guy that we preached in our last, you know, really all four of the other ones in, say, Flowers at the wide receiver position. So those are really the three guys I'm looking at uh, because I don't believe Hendon Hooker is going to actually be available here come draft time.
0: Yeah, for me, I mean, Dalton Kincaid is definitely in the cards. If you're in need of a tight end, that's the pick. Um, tight ends are so hard to find. Don't put so high expectations that you expect him to be your everyday starter this year. Go and get somebody like Hayden Hurst or someone like that to fill the gap for a little bit. But Dalton Kincaid, I think, could be a top tight end in the next the next two seasons, especially if he gets a, a good landing spot. Um and he could end up being the first tight end off the board. We don't know. Um, Hennon Hooker, like I said, I'm thinking about it. I like Kendra Miller. Don't care what Matt, my boy Matt Hicks says. And um, Zay Flowers would be my pick here. All right, uh, Zay Flowers would 100 percent be my pick. Let's do it. Had dinner with my Giants and that dinner with the Saints last night. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. The Giants, they are filling out their their room. I don't know if Zay yeah, Flowers they. is gonna be it now. Um, they've not that Jamison Crowder is going to stop us from drafting Zay Flowers, but
1: uh yeah, no, no.
0: You're signing, you know, you signed all these guys that play the slot. And so you have Isaiah Hodgins at is six three, Derry Slayton six one, everybody else is under six foot. Wondell Robinson, Sterling Shepard, Now they have Paris Campbell, and then now they just added Jameson Crowder today. Yep. So the second round went Josh Downs, Zach Evans, Devin Achain. Then you have uh, Jalen Hyatt, Zay Flowers, Sean Tucker, Tank Bixby, Kendra Miller, Hendon Hooker. Uh, Seti Tillman, Tyje Spears, Rashawn Johnson, then Dalton Kincaid went three hundred one. That's smash. That's steal. Yeah. Uh, Rasheed Rice three hundred two. Marvin Mims, one of my one of my guys. I'm really getting that a little higher on three hundred three. Tanner McKee at three hundred four, and then we have our pick here. And there's there's quite a few picks. It looks like they want us to select Chase Brown.
1: It- well, I'm, I'm. I mean, it's got Izzy
0: the plus one. on him. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, it does.
1: I should probably move that just in case oh, that's fine. I <laughs> it, it clicks him. I, I'm looking at Abanaconda, Abanaconda right now uh, or Banacanda. I should really probably know how to say his name at this point. Uh, but I, I'm going with Izzy at this When you can be at the 305 and get a guy who's got the breakaway speed that he has. The, the run time that he's had in an offense, that that's probably the guy I'm looking for right now. The only other one, and that's going to be Rakim Jarrett, who I've talked about before, who I'm a little higher on than others. I just think he has a really, really nice skill set that it's going to translate to the next level.
0: Yeah, getting Izzy or Chase or Eric Gray here for me would be a very big win. Now that I've gone quarterback, I've gone receiver, that I'm able to get a good solid running back in the third round that I think could, you know, take over a backfield next season. So give me Izzy. He's top available. Let's do it. All right. And then I am the next pick and I'm just going to auto pick that Donald Washington or Jarrett, Stetson Bennett, Deuce Vaughn, Luke Musgrave, Xavier Hutchinson, Max Duggan, Jaron Hall, man, all these quarterbacks going, I, I don't know if that's, gonna happen in your drafts but it could there's a lot of people that are this is a super flex draft i'm gonna scoop up all the quarterbacks and hope i get brock purdy yeah um so the third round Dalton kincaid rasheed rice marvin mims tanner mckee uh izzy <laughs> evan aconda and then you have darnell washington rakim jarrett stetson bennett Do- deuce fawn luke musgrave Xavier hutchinson max duggan then you have jaron hall You have tucker craft will mallory and then you have josh wiley And then we are on the clock and some of the players we talked about last round are still available. Um, I don't think they're going to be available. People are usually pretty thirsty for running backs. And so um, Dwayne McBride, Debo McBride, uh, Chase Brown, um, Eric Gray, Keaton Mitchell, those guys would all be on, on my radar. Brad would be adding Parker Washington to the list.
1: Yeah, but the the depth at the running back position here is just too much to pass up to go get Parker Washington, especially when most likely he's going to be out there on the waiver wire for you to go get. Not a lot of leagues are going to have more than a three-round rookie draft to begin with. So some of these players you may be looking at getting off of the waiver wire uh, post-rookie draft, which I really – think is crazy when you think about some of these guys that are not currently uh, being drafted in a typical three-round rookie draft. So I I like Eric Gray here probably the most out of all of them. I just think he has a better three-down skill set that can be utilized, whereas Chase Brown's more that kind of speed guy, I feel like. Kenny McIntosh is that pass-catching guy, Uh, so I'm probably leaning Eric Gray here.
0: Well, Eric Gray is my guy, so him or Chase Brown, I'm totally fine with. And the other guy that would be considered be Evan Hall, but um, I, 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 I mean, I'm a I'm an Eric Gray guy, and uh, and I also like Chase Brown.
1: It'll be very interesting to see where Evan Hall goes. Uh, for those of you that don't know, running back out of Northwestern, uh, I, I'm curious, right? That because I I do think draft capital is going to kind of dictate where he. Uh, where he goes in the rookie draft. Because if he goes in the third or fourth round, I think people are going to start to really start sniffing around him a little more than what they are right now.
0: Yeah, and so there's the the fourth round right there. Um, we finished it up with it was Jaron Hall, Tucker Craft, Will Mallory, Josh Wiley, Eric Gray, uh, Dorian Thompson. You have uh, Braylon Willis. You have um, Marlon Ford. And then you have uh, Latou, Toon, Jake Heiner, and then you have Zach Koontz. Koontz had a perfect RAS score, the best score since they've been doing this for a tight end. Absolutely amazing. This guy is huge, um, had an amazing combine, and and he might just end up being a workout warrior, but he's definitely turned a lot of people's heads. Very similar to Jelani Woods last year, who popped up on the radar and ended up a third-round pick, I believe, or a fourth-round pick. So Koontz. Koontz is someone that will be drafted, probably higher than you see on here. And this is the first time we've seen him on any of our mock drafts. And I think that's a sign of things to come that he's going to end up in the the beginning of your fourth round as people are taking stabs on athletic tight ends. Cause there isn't anyone on here that's more athletic than he is.
1: Nope.
0: All right. Well, Hey, appreciate you guys checking out the show. Um, For those that are still with us, we still got one more special offer for you and we want to say thank you to our sponsors.
1: Yeah, and we're talking about the SGP Final Four. Our Sports Gambling Podcast guys are going to be hosting a Final Four watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California on Saturday, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Make sure you get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Ice House. We're also hosting a master's deal, so if you're looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan, our cats at SGP, at Stadium Swim, and you want to watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, you can get that opportunity to win a three-night stay in Circa Las Vegas and hang out with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. All you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash party, And don't worry, because if you don't win, you can still get a discount on a room. At the Circle Las Vegas using our promo code SGP15. And we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. The College Pick'em is a great way to get in on all the action, especially if your bracket got busted after day one. Underdog Fantasy also has your favorite college basketball player props. So head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use our promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that's UnderdogFantasy.com slash or promo code SGPN.
0: All right. Well, make sure you check out the other episodes. Appreciate you guys as always. Good luck this season.
1: Cheers.